juvenile. And no one direction. Uh, What's uh, going on, Bubby? Oh, nothing. What number is this? This is 31. 31. This. Oh, you're so pretty. You're this is my work picture. Oh my god, your hair is so much longer. That's I crazy. Know, that's the beginning it's really of the nice pandemic. Though, no, it's the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, it would no, have been it's like three months into the pandemic. Lads, do you, uh, we're nearly a year into this fucking shite. I know. We haven't gone anywhere in over a year. It's shocking. Jane. It's shocking. <laughs> when was the last time we were away? Uh, I so, think, when was the last time we were away? I don't know. I don't even know. I usually last, go by your Instagram. I don't even know where the last place was that we were together. Was it France? Oh, that's really sad. Was it France? I think it might have been France. Oh, that was so long ago. That was a very long time ago. It's the time... Um, yeah, I think it would have been France. It would have been France. Mickey Donald tried to kill me. Tried to take you out. Tried to take me out. Can't take this out! <laughs> the fart that was heard around the world. Um, I think that's the last time we were away. I think on. my fart might have started the pandemic. I think so too. <laughs> I absolutely agree. I think I woke something up in Wuhan. Um, and made it offer. I have no news. No news. No, because I, I only saw you on... Good news. Yeah, but it's not about me. I know, but I like talking to you. I know, but like, have you not... Oh, do you know what I did? I started watching and you told me to watch. Go. And then I started watching that yesterday. And go, then go, I, go. like, absolutely go, go, go. had the worst dreams. What were you watching? The Night Stalker. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a lot. Oh, my fucking God. It's a lot. I tell you what, people, if you're going to watch it... I, there's no there's, I know that there's like warnings like yeah. as in a rating but that is it's very 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 there's very a rating graphic. and then there's like pictures yeah. of the murder with there's like, also like um a lot of paedophilia and child molestation and, and like, like a lot of detail yeah so just and they're given and it. no I have to say it's very 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 well made it is it's great and it's very well put together um but and all of the the music is great in it. The music is great in it, and yeah. all of the um, detail um, is all given by the su- survivors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like someone sat down and like read it off, like it's telling someone else's story. No, no, no. They're people that actually live this. And do well, you know who I loved? You know that lady with the love heart glasses. Oh, the one was like somebody had to know him. Um, I don't know if you have you finished it. No, I'm on the oh, third okay. episode. Yeah, no, she's great. Oh, sorry. Colin's gonna murder me. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, she's great. She's actually deadly. Um, but yeah, it is very graphic. It's very hard to. It's incredibly graphic. That girl, that poor girl that he, the girl he kidnapped when she was six. Six. She broke my fucking heart. Yeah. So strong. Fuck me, man. So incredibly And you could see strong. she remembered everything. Everything. Like she was six. Six years old. Six years old. That's Lily. Yeah. Lily's gonna turn six this week. Like, I couldn't begin to like it's yeah but if you are going to watch it just know that it's obviously I'm sure a lot of people know about the Night Stalker as well but um, if you are going to watch it just be careful I knew about the Night Stalker right yeah but I was saying to Graham he's like one of a kind like he Mm. there's there's not one before him there's not one like him yeah 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 he doesn't have any traits or trends no he just wants to kill yeah he just wants to murder and kill like he was he was attacking little boys and little girls, men yeah. and women. Yeah. It was just an absolute escapade that he yeah. went on just wanting to murder. Like, it's crazy. And then the most fucked up thing about it is the amount of women that were, like, sent... Well, I don't know if you know about this. Wasn't he, this, this isn't a documentary, but everybody knows. But, like, women that were sending him, like, nudes and Oh, that's absolutely, shit. like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I have a 
friend that had a he when raped children. I, yeah, first started hanging around with her had like you know like the books that are like encyclopedias of Sarah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was like, oh, like I just find him so attractive. No. I was like, sorry, what? No, he, uh, his teeth were rotting out of his head. He also raped children. He raped babies. I feel like, like I think old the, age pensioners. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He didn't discriminate against who he was doing shit to. Like, no. but like I think the big thing is that very fine line between people who are interested in serial killers and people who walk around Fetishized. wearing uh, t-shirts with serial killers on the front of them. I used to follow yeah. a girl on Tumblr that did that and I was like, the fuck is wrong with you? That man murdered babies. Yeah. He raped little boys and little girls. Like, what the fuck is this shit? You're not edgy. No. Get a grip in your life. Like, um, she also got a tattoo of like John Wayne Gacy on her thigh. I said, the fuck is wrong with you? Did she say why? Just because, oh, she's one of these edgy Tumblr girls. Like, absolutely ludicrous. I just couldn't get my head around it. And I'm like, I read a lot about this shit. And it's because it's a morbid fascination. And I'm not sitting there reading it going, wow, he's amazing. I'm sitting there reading it going, humanity is cursed. And everything is terrible. But I'm fascinated with how this works because I don't understand. Yeah, I also think for me, it's that thing of like, wanting to know so that it doesn't happen to you. Yeah, but like... In a I, weird way. Yeah. I th- I don't think we'll, we'll, as a culture in Ireland, will ever fully understand that level of like... Serial, serial killer? killer no. Or what happened. Like, shit happens, don't get me wrong, shit happens in this country. It's horrific. Like, awful shit. But people going on a rampage, like... I'm listening to a podcast about the... That guy who was in the van with his son in Washington with this sniper. Yeah. I remember. He you, had do you remember that happening? Brainwashed that yeah, kid. Yeah, I was in college when it happened, and I remember we were watching it on the news, and I was like, I remember watching a scene from a insane. garage where he was just shooting people. Just took shot a woman in the head when she was pumping gas with her yeah. husband. She was like seventy. Yeah, like stuff like that. I don't think we fully grasp as a country because we're not in that level of like, as well as people carrying arms like that. People in this country don't. And really that was do the thing, that. like when they were going into detail around like the ammunition and stuff, and. I was like in Ireland because the ammunition was really specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like in Ireland, you'd be able to like find out exactly <laughs> where he bought that Thursday yeah. at two o'clock. John O'Reilly in the tackle shop down the road. Yeah, <laughs> like, he got that in Lucan. There was a it's so weird. There's a shop in Longford. I don't know if it's still there, but it was mine and Colin's favorite music shop, and it was a music shop and a gun shop. Oh yeah, you told me that before. There's Bizarre. a shop as you drive into Old Lucan Village. I don't know if it's there anymore. It's, it, you, it may be a vet's now. Oh, okay. But previous to it being a vet's in like the last two years, it was a like tackle and gun and hunting shop. Yeah. And I was like thought it was so bizarre because so like strange. Lucan is like in the heart of Dublin. Yeah, it's not and... It's not really like it because Longford, they do all that shooting the, the birds and uh. stuff on Longford. But we used to go in and I'd be like, can I have this CD please? And there'd just be like a fucking massive shotgun behind his head. Like, this is bizarre. It is bizarre. Bizarre. Can I just Papa Roach CD? Lies, I never bought Papa, Papa Roach, Roach CD oh, you know in I my life. A, I watched a Vice, um, wasn't a documentary, but it was like a 30 minute thing on Papa Roach. What are, what are they up to these days? It was actually about <laughs> how they became like so big. And it was about the fact that that song was like so vocally about suicide cut my life into pieces this is Where are they my now? last resort they, they actually uh, weirdly enough Colin's uh, song was playing on the radio last week uh, they had a Papa Roach song on before it and they were like they've reissued an, their album their most famous album but like which is the one with that, that one song one, on it but changed the like changed the production on it I was like oh Jesus lads 
Well, they're still going. They're still making money. And the original band as well. No one has left the no band. No one's left the band. And the whole point, I don't know why. Like, I, do you know when you're... This is Sarah's. No, listen, I get into this all the time. I watch shit all the time. Oh, but I'm like, Sarah's I new thing this. is now she's gone down a fucking rabbit hole <laughs> watching uh, soft clay being cracked. That is your love now. I bought soft clay. Okay. Did it come? Yep. Happy days. And then Lily was like, can I have this? And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, no. Should have thought that about that before you got duffed. Mm. Anyway, I got, um, I've got i gone down a rabbit hole watching Soft Clay, but I watched that Papa Roach thing and he was... Do you know what? I don't like Papa Roach. I'm not really a fan of like new metal. But like, it was actually really lovely. He was talking about the fact that it was like about this time that he lived at a house with a friend who they'd done a lot of drugs and he'd given them the drugs. Oh shit. And they both had like really difficult family lives and they were only 17. They were living by themselves in this apartment. And oh he was like, I felt like solely responsible Did for like, die? no, but he ended up with like an institution for a period of time. And he was like, and Fuck. also he said like everyone broke away from him because he was like, like absolutely going through it in terms of his depression. Um, oh, that's awful. And he said like, I just felt, and he started that guy, I don't know that guy's name. From Jacoby Shaddix. Jacoby. Yeah. He started crying everything. I was like, oh my God, he really feels... He brought them back to the house and all where it happened. And he was like, I just want people to know that it's not my story. And it's like this other guy's story. And like, it, Shit. like I felt really bad because I'd left him behind. And then I made this song about him and it went like fucking global. Is the guy still alive? Yeah. And he gave him money and stuff. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah. Big up the paparazzi. He's a mad looking dude. That's your call He is fella. a mad looking dude. Mad looking. But big up. Big up Big the, up big, big up the paparazzi. One love, jobless. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the worst bands ever not my thing not my thing Colin I think had other albums but Colin them and P.O.D. Colin loves uh, Nemo. he does love Nemo. Linkin Park he loves all well not all Nemo, I like Limp Biscuit. I always said that I feel like a Limp Biscuit concert would be the best crack ever I feel like a Limp Biscuit co- concert or a Ramstein concert. Have you never seen Ramstein live? No. We went to see them. I'd say it was so much fun. And then also, I think, I don't know how you feel about it now, but back in the day, definitely a Marilyn Manson concert. Oh yeah, I think I would have When we it. went to see the AAS, that was like probably the funnest gig ever. That was so fun. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was really good And then Beck came on and we were like, you leaving? We're going. Kill the mood. <laughs> Bring it down, Beck. Fucking Beck. <laughs> Beck wants to be fucking Paul McCartney. We were like, all right, right. I don't know how, why this show has become like my opinion on music all of a sudden. <laughs> Listen, we're having the bands. Um, we're having the bands. I haven't, you know, I haven't been checking in on the Facebook or the Twitter because... Uh, Cut my life into pieces. Um, I have Instagram. Hello, everybody. Thank you for your messages. I'm getting through them. I'm getting through them. There's a, quite a few. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. Um... But yes, thank you for all your lovely messages. And we're working on the Patreon. I've had quite a few people ask us about it. We're, we're, we're nearly there. It's a nearly done. It's, it's nearly in the bag. We're just trying to work out shit. I don't know. We're not really we're not really trying to work out uh, shit. We're just meeting up once a week and then talking for five minutes and then... We are sorting out shit. I've messing. reached out to the enamel people. Messing. Put the order in. I've done the draws. Messing. That's gone in. We've done... Uh, and the MMI Drive. Six episodes of yeah. MMI Drive. We have. Um, Colin wrote, Colin wrote an amazing song. song. Yeah. Um, like, we're nearly there, lads. We're nearly there, lads. We've set up the background of all the like yeah. accounts and all of that. All that stuff. jazz. But we just um, have to get through everything else, and then we'll be we'll be good. To do go. you know what we will do? Actually, I've sent all the details. We need to set up the new merch on Teespring. Children of the till it mad. Um, have you got any? <laughs> Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah.
pandemic. The numbers so the are higher than ever. Numbers are higher Ireland than ever. has more cases per capita than anywhere else in the um, world. Everything is a nightmare. Trump is, needs to go away. Uh, they're doing People it. People listen to this podcast for our upbeat intro. <laughs> and I don't know why you keep doing this every week. <laughs> uh, what else is happening? Uh, anything good? Nope, nothing. Everything's awful. There you go. And there has to be some good in the world. I, I can't think <laughs> of a single thing. Uh, I got new shoes. She got Betsy Johnson They're shoes. fabulous. Uh, I got new shoes. Um, nope, nothing else got none. I spoke to the previous T-Shock, Michael... <laughs> Bruton today. John Bruton. John Bruton. <laughs> you said his name wrong about ten times. <laughs> I said his name wrong to him as well about ten times. <laughs> Mr. Bruton Bruton. John Bruton. John Michael. Michael John. Uh, Joan. Joan Bruton. Joan Burton, is it? <laughs> you won't be able to tell if I've got dementia. That's my goal. I don't know why I can't remember shit. Uh, there's no good there's literally no good news. If anybody has any good news, send it in to us. Oh, we should do that on Instagram. People send us upbeat, nice things and we can create like a story thing of like nice things. Send oh, I don't like... care for it. You don't care for it? I don't care for it. <sighs> I don't think that's our brand. I used a face mask last <laughs> night on my face. Saw it, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. Like one of those, uh, you know, wet ones. Do you know what's like good news? One. Go. I'm going to get a curry today from Lambs. Are you? Yep. When are you going to get that? Uh, as soon as we're finished recording this piece of shit. Gonna get curry from lambs. Yeah, I'm gonna get prawn crackers. Okay. I'm gonna get tub curry sauce. Okay. I'm gonna get chips. Yeah. I don't like chicken balls, but I like salt and chili chicken balls from uh, lambs. Will you actually eat them though? Yeah, I'll eat all of the dough. Yeah, and I will leave the chicken. I will leave the chicken. No, I don't actually. What I do is I usually cut them in half, and I put some uh, curry sauce on it, and then throw it in prawn cracker. Heaven. A little. A little uh, Korean delicacy. It's a little entree. <laughs> it is. You know the way Koreans yeah. get the leaf? Yeah. And then they, but you got it with a prawn cracker. Yeah, yeah one prawn cracker. So I, it's a little Anna. entree that I make myself multiple of them. About 12. I only eat six. And then a cat of coke. <laughs> oh, that's a good Sweet. time. A lovely lady on Twitter called uh, Kim. Hey, Kim. What's up? She also has a second, a first name for a surname. Go. Kim Teresa. Kim Teresa? Yeah. That's fabulous. Isn't it? That's really cool. Kim Teresa said, uh, when Irish, when murder most Irish talk about men, it reminds me why I'm so glad to be a lesbian. Oh, Jesus, Kim. She's living a dream. You're living the fucking dream, Kim. Living a dream. Holy shit, man. Do you want to uh, tell you what? Give Graham to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Graham. Graham, oh, we love you. I'm only messing. Um, um, Kim, we love you. Kim Teresa. People are at me a lot about the Bucker Bailey, right? So I need what to like, clear Bucker Bailey's name. Cause that, do you know that story I told last week about like an ex-boyfriend? Oh, that's not Bucker Bailey. People were like, oh, for a moment there I thought it was going to be Bucker Bailey. No. Clear the man's name. Bucker Bailey is a saint. Yeah, and his grandmother was a cunt. No, yes, and his grandmother wasn't. Um, um, yeah, no, well, God, no, it's not Bucker Bailey. Sarah and B- Bucker Bailey never dated, FYI. Oh, God, no. You, you wouldn't have me, Tom's a fat cunt. And he told me. You know what? Fuck Bucker Bailey. And I hit him with a tree trunk. Listen, Bucker Bailey, wherever you are, best luck. Good, God, 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 God bless you. God, TG, GB, PG. That your masses? Yep. And people are asking if the Patreon's up yet. It will be up by the end of this month. Do you think if we made merch with TG, GB, PG on it, we'd have to pay my ma? E- no, she doesn't own. She doesn't own it. No, she doesn't fucking own it. Fine, grand. She, she did. She put CC every time she said on Kathleen, Facebook. you don't own it. The church came out today. Did you hear what the church said? What did they say? We're great. The church I said we did a great job. Um, we can't be held solely responsible. Well, can you not? You pack a cunt. Um, 
Because clearly the state was involved. Church can suck my dick. I said what I said. They can suck my penis. Yeah, no, it's... They're a fucking disgrace to be shamed in themselves. Like, I just... I lost all respect for the Catholic Church when my mother would tell me stories of what happened to her when she was younger. And I was like, I have no respect for these people. And the mistreatment of women and children and... What did, what happened to your mum? My mum just would tell me the stuff that the Catholic priests would do when they were kids. Like, like my mother, when she went to, when she went to Mass, um, she had to wear a bonnet... She wasn't allowed to... Oh, sorry. She wasn't allowed... Is that everybody? Women. Just girls. Girls and women. Uh, if they had... She had her period. She was told not to come to Mass. Yep. So everybody in town knows when you're on the block. Yep. Told not to come to Mass if they had their period. Like, priests coming to women's houses and asking them why they're not, they're not having more than, like, two, three kids. Forcing them to have children. Like... Oh, that's a beautiful smell. What one's that? Jenny Glow. <laughs> Velvet Rose and what? Velvet Rose and Oud. Oud. Velvet Rose and Oud. She's just making that up as she goes along. I can see that. You know that for a minute. Jesus. It's very dark in here. Fucking getting old. That's probably um, what it is. It is very dark in here. Uh, just had to drop in. You had to do that thing that old people do. They affiliated go. link. Like Jenny Glow. Jenny Glow. I like the way it's an affiliated link in a podcast. A no verbal one, podcast. No one is. No one has sponsored us. Well, we haven't reached out to anybody. Oh. I don't think they'd want to, but I to don't. Be I feel like they'd listen. Like, do you know who I'd love to be sponsored by? Who? HB Ice Cream. Fuck yes. <laughs> HB Ice Cream. I'd love to be sponsored by Cadbury. Here, do you Cadbury's, when you were a kid? Cadbury's is my dream sponsorship. No, no, no. Do you remember when you were a kid? What was your favorite HB Ice Cream that they don't do anymore? Oh God. I thought they, did they stop doing stuff? There's loads of them they don't do. Like anymore. What? One of them's horribly racist. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, no, that's horribly racist. Yeah, I didn't really like them. I loved them. Really? And it was a good day because my grandmother. Whenever I would go to my grandmother's, who was an old bitch. R.I.P. R.I.P. L. cunt. Um, on a Sunday, maybe once a month, when the heroin had kicked in, because she was on... She was on, <gasps> like, she on? Uh, morphine. She was on, like, serious opiate, opioids. Opiates. Oh, really? Yeah, because she had, like, a chronic rheumatoid arthritis oh so they just fucking geared her up to the yeah, eyes yeah because they couldn't it? do anything for her back then so she was just on like really heavy like meds Fuck. and she was like horribly addicted to them so she would suffer like really badly with like her Isn't mood swings yeah she was also like genuinely mentally unstable oh fuck um, and suffered with mental health issues but anyway she on a fucking odd occasion when they'd given her the right dose <laughs> <laughs> used to be like here now go on over there here's 50p go on over there and get yourself an L bar and oh my god because the they packaging. were huge yeah they were massive it yeah. was like a big chunk of ice cream on a on stick on a stick I loved a freaky a I love the freaky foot. foot they're still out but they're not the same they don't taste the same no loop to loops don't taste the same uh, which one's the wib- oh, wibbly wobbly wibbly wonder. wonder I still love yes I love brunch and I love loads of people brunch is still around yeah they're delicious uh, do you know what I hated what feast I loved a feast I hated feast and for somebody that I, I'm obsessed with chocolate I used to hate when you got to that big chocolate part at the end it pissed me off I was well, like I don't like this chocolate is different when it's frozen yeah, Graham, like, Graham loves chocolate but doesn't like chocolate flavoured things I don't like chocolate cereal I'm not a fan of chocolate cereal mm. at all like I wouldn't be a fan of that I of loved uh, a fat frog and I loved all the cheap ice cream that wasn't uh, HP so what with Dale Farm Oh man, Dale Farm's still going. Yeah, I know, I know. But do you remember Dale Farm used to do the ice pops and not the yes. ice cream? And so they did those like rocket Oh my God, they were the rocket pops. Oh. They were, so, we should totally get rocket pop ice cream yes. uh, tattoos. I wonder if we can still get them. 
Oh, I love the rock pop. Delicious. Tommy's and Bally Farm used to do like them for like 20p. Oh, they were so good. Because ice, ice pops can't really go out of date, right? Yeah. Well, well I mean, according to Tommy's, <laughs> nothing goes out of date. <laughs> I Stuff love Tommy's. From 1973 in the back of the fucking shelf. Like. I used to love going into Tommy's as a kid. Jesus. That's why nobody in Bally Farm really gets sick. So you're eating that shite. What are you talking about? Then. There's loads of us sick. They're all dying. They are. They're Just they've like, we have a really high population of people with COVID. It's not fucking hanging around. Shocker. Like us. No, we're in a bubble. Anyhow, that's the end of that. I see your hair is so nice. Stop looking at that picture. People it's can't see nice, it. I know, they don't need to see it. Yeah, but it's like a verbal... We're doing a verbal podcast. Uh, There's no visual imagine media. Imagine if I just quit right now. Oh, could you imagine we had a fight? I thought we were going to have a fight today. We were going to have a fight? Mm-hmm. About what? Mm-hmm. When you cancelled. No, we weren't going to have a fight. I said, I, I said, this round two. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did I sound argumentative? No, I'm just messing up. Oh, okay, you. good. All right, yeah, sorry. I think we're going to fight. I thought maybe I sounded argumentative. I'd be devastated. <laughs> I wonder how to I was going to cry. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, I had something else, but I can't remember. So if I remember later, I'll say oh, it. But I, it's brilliant. gone out of my brain now. Completely. We really fucking know what we're doing here, don't oh, we? We're killing the game. 32 times in and we're still fucking... This is only 31. 31 times and we still haven't wrote shit down. We have 31 episodes this fucking podcast. Mm. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd get to six and then... Stop. Stop. That's very like us. That is probably us constantly but like for some reason we have 30, 31 episodes of this uh, Lily is learning how to play the guitar <gasps> very cute is it? no I've invested not. in okay. some headphones she's super into it <laughs> like <laughs> when I say super into it like she's getting really frustrated because she can't because she's actually learning like, yeah, she's, yeah 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 and, what's she getting frustrated with because she can't do like one of the chords she's five Aww. I was like Lily you're a baby she's you're a little, really got a little a little baby guitar Greg keeps saying things where like um, oh your hands get sore and stuff yeah like it's okay and then I was like yesterday I, th- I think she was like honestly if she had been a girl of age I would have been like this is it the period's coming yeah really she oh she was a hormone super mess. worked up about it was she all morning I took loads of videos of her sitting getting really frustrated it was gas and was it just because of the guitar yes Oh bless her! Um, and then she was trying to tune it, because <laughs> like the app shows you how to tune it. Okay. And I was like, "How oh, long is this going to go on for?" This is like living with Colin. Yeah, and she said, um, "If the guitar's too hard, I'll learn how to play the piano." So look okay. at that, Lily Pops. Yeah, well done. Piano um, would be a good one. <laughs> bless me to get her to learn. Well, it has headphones that you can stick into it. To tell him that. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't know that. Does Colin not use headphones? No, he doesn't use headphones. When well. he's learning how no, to play the piano. No, everybody has to hear what he's doing. And then he yeah. has to do it. And then come into the room and go, did you hear that? <laughs> no, I can't hear the piano next door to me in the next fucking room. Um. So yeah, and Lily's Oh, I can't wait to see her playing guitar. Yeah. What are you doing for her birthday? Um, nothing, because of COVID. You're not going to have like a little party for you guys in the house? Just having a little birthday cake for her and I rented a bouncy castle for her. Cute. It's just her. Oh. It might be um my niece that she... Does yeah, yeah, child yeah, yeah. She's the, with the child when you're minded, yeah. Um, but that'll be it. Graham's mom has to like Graham's mom's coming to the door. Oh, this is awful. To give her her birthday present and then be like bye bye. Yeah. Farewell. Farewell. Farewell, granddaughter. Farewell. See you when the plague is over. Attention, feminists! Murder Most Irish merchandise available now from Teespring.com. Plain, boring old tea's getting you down? Hey, buddy, does your huddy scream fuddy duddy? Spruce up your wardrobe with brand new and improved MMI apparel exclusively from Teespring.com. Don't be a mug? Buy one of ours. Like to steal things? Conceal your identity at the local shop and go with a kooky face mask. 
be the swingingest crazy bag lady on the block with our organic totes. Murder Most Irish merchandise at teespring.com for all your murder feminist needs. Teespring.com is a third-party company. All stock manufacturing, purchases and refunds are handled exclusively by them. Any queries should be directed to www.teespring.com. Um, anyway, I'm going to tell my story now. Sarah's going to tell us now. Which I, if I remember how to get into Google Docs. <laughs> no. okay. um, but before I tell the story, mm-hmm. I tell the story about how, how I met this woman on a train. Mm. Allegedly. Uh, no. no I... <laughs> so, it was back in the day. Actually, I have so many stories from when I used to do this. So many great stories. From when we used to do what? When we used to go away for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So as a, gr- as a group, as a family of family women. Family unit. And as aunties and cousins and friends, we all used to go away for Mother's Day. All right? Yeah. This one Mother's Day, we were going to Kilkenny. So we got a lovely part of the country. Oh, Kilkenny's, I don't know about that. Ah, lovely. It's full of hens parties. And women, not anymore. And women like us going down fucking for Mother's Day. They're not allowed anymore. Are they not? No. Hens parties and dog parties are like dead in Kilkenny now. So if you're going into a pub and you look like you're a hens party, they won't let you in. I, I don't blame them. Yeah, because it's Royal, the Glen Royal down there. Oh, no, I don't know if it's the Glen Royal. Glen Royal's a minute. Something of arms. Anyway, there's a pub down there, right? And it's also a hotel. Um, and actually, that's completely off point. I'm not going to tell that story. So we're going down <laughs> on the train. Michaela's there. My mom, my my auntie, um, my cousin. Nikita. Was she even there? No, Nikita's actually not with us. This is before Nikita was of age. Oh my God, this is a long time ago. Right? So we get on the train. We're all on the train. Everybody's having a drink except for me. Me, Auntie Cora and my ma are absolutely, when I say fucking gone, polluted, pie-eyed. like, oh, pie-eyed, ossified, can't even, like, <laughs> put a sentence together, locked, right? Ellen McKenzie is sitting across the way. She's, uh, my Auntie Cora has, is very short. She's slagging my Auntie Cora for being very short. I'm not allowed to say what she called her. Nope. Um, but it's something to do with a, a medication that was given to be women. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, so she's calling her T-Rex arms. And all sorts of things, right? But then I don't know where Ellen gets up and goes to the toilet, comes back and says, Sarah Jane, you're not going to believe it. She said, you're not going to believe who's on this train. I said, who's on this train? She said, I, ca- I can't even believe it. What's her name? What's her name? She killed, you know, she's famous. She killed her husband. She killed her husband. I said, on the train? She said, yeah. I, I said, the Black Widow. She said, the Black Widow is on this train. I said, Catherine Evans is on this train. <laughs> she said, Catherine Evans on this train. I said, Catherine Evans in prison. <laughs> she said, Catherine Evans is on this fucking train, right? So I get up and go to the toilet, come back. I said, Catherine Evan is on this fucking train. <laughs> Image of her. Well, I'm to this. Anyway, long story short, Ellen the whole way. So when we get to the next train station, Ellen gets off to have a smoke. Okay. While we're waiting for the train to take off. And the Black Widow got off too. Allegedly. And then Ellen came running back on the train. She was like, Sarah, Diane! <laughs> And I was like, what? She was like, come out, take a photo, take a photo. Oh she gosh. had asked this woman, she said, are you catching Evan? <laughs> are you catching Evan, right? So what the woman was say? like, I'm not, but I get it all the time. I am the image of her. Fuck. We all got in a photo with her. All of us, the whole fa- like the whole lot of us got off the train, got in a photo with her. She said, I'm getting off the next stop. We got a photo with her. Then we gave her a drink. We spent the time with her. She said, no, I'm not really her. Then she got off the train. I said, I'm telling you now, her. that's her. It wasn't hard. I don't think it was. I don't know. <laughs> I would love to see. I can't put the photo on Facebook because <laughs> really and, or on Instagram or on Twitter because I don't know the woman. I have to ask her permission. That's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I will show you. 
I can't wait to see that photo. Anyway, as a prelude to this story, this week I'm telling the story of the murder of Tom Nevin. Jesus. Pearl Thomas. Uh, okay, here we go. We're getting into it now. The screen is very bright. It is very bright. No one bright. can hear now while we are clapping. It's very bright. How is that not hurting your eyes? I'm going to do that now. There you go now. Okay, I need my glasses. I have to read like this now. I don't know what's happened to me. 2021 came and I can't fucking Jesus, see. Jesus, Sarah. Right. <laughs> um, I've been on the computer all day. The murder of Tom Nevin. Tom Nevin met Catherine Scully in the Castle Hotel in 1970. She was 20 years old. What age was he? Catherine was 10 years his junior. Of course she was. Now, Tom Nevin was married before this. So this is second, second wife. Lady. Yeah. They both got on like a house on fire and by 1976, the both of them were married in a small family affair in Rome, Italy. Ooh, fancy schmancy, yeah. I think they went, because his previous marriage was annulled because divorce didn't oh, exist. Oh, so, so he had to go to Rome to yeah. be like, can we so do So do you this? have to go to Rome to ask for permission? Yeah, you do. You have to ask yeah. permission from the Pope. Someone I know whose mom and dad are, mom and stepdad are really religious. Um, He was divorced. Right. But... Uh, her, she was widowed okay and they were like deeply religious and they had to go to they had to write a letter to the church to get remarried and the church said no on the grounds of what I don't know on the being cunts. cunts yeah anyway here we go Tom had worked in a number of pubs and restaurants around Ireland and he had planned to one day own one and be a landlord himself Catherine had tried her hand at a number of things over her lifetime leaving her family home at a young age to become a model in Dublin when that failed, she began working in a number of hotels and opened her own modelling and etiquette college. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know. No, you didn't know it because she's an ugly cunt. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we can say that because she's a murderer. It's yeah. fine. Meeting Tom, they both appear to have worked... They Meeting Tom, they both appeared to have worked hard to make a strong business for themselves. And within 10 years, Tom was a landlord and a leaseholder of a well-known pub called the Barry House Pub in Finglas. Do you know the Barry House pub? Nope. Oh, jeez, the Barry House pub. It's not called that anymore. It's called the Tavern or something like that. Is it nice? Oh, it's dodgy as fuck. Oh, really? Oh, jeez. Type of pub. It's on the corner of a housing estate. Do you ever know Finch is up in Nailstown? Yes. Yes. Barry, the Barry House pub is exactly like that. I remember my dad used to gig there years and years yeah, ago yeah, when yeah. we were kids. After this time, because they would have stopped owning it in the ni- in the early 90s. And right. It would have been like 94, 95. Okay. It had like a full blown like metal door to get in and out. Oh, it was like an absolute Jesus. crazy place. He also began purchasing multiple properties around Dublin to rent out. Catherine's own endeavours always seemed to fail and she became more and more involved in Tom's business ventures, but they were like bits onto his ventures. So she, like she had like a beauty parlour and she had a hairdressers and she had the college and then the college fell and she would go around to colleges then and teach in schools the okay. like model etiquette which I really think is just elocution lessons is it she, is it like how to be a lady type stuff yeah and how to get ahead in like business as a woman murder on your husband yeah anyway. she really knows she knows how to do she she's cornering the market <laughs> um, the Nevins were not the biggest fans of Catherine and there were multiple run-ins with at family events. She had on one occasion promised to make a wedding dress for one of the youngest Nevins to be married. Going to see dresses with her, buying patterns only to, to announce about three weeks before the wedding that she would be not treated as a slave, that she wouldn't <gasps> be treated as a slave and would not be making the dress. What? She also then, there was a family dinner for the mother's 80th birthday. Yeah. And she announced at the top of the dinner that they were going to pay for everything. 
And then at the end of the dinner was like reviewing the receipt heavily and like shouting that she wouldn't pay for this and wouldn't pay for that. And like make an absolute show. Scarlet. Yeah. Um, we all know someone like that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I had one bag of prawn crackers. Destroying Catherine. <laughs> and you had a bottle of wine? <laughs> um, Catherine was a Republican advocate and always stayed connected with her local Sinn Féin office, giving money to the cause and staying connected. Through her connections, she prompted Tom to take a lease on the Barry House pub in Finglas in the mid-80s. The pub was infamous and the previous leaseholder had closed it due to a riot and Fuck. it had extensive damage and damaged uh, due to a fire. Um, and within the first day of opening the pub, it was declared a Republican spot. Oh, the first day. Under Holy the, fuck. Under the protection of the Republicans from local talks and gangs looking for protection money. On the first day, a local man walked into the pub with a donkey <laughs> and asked for a pint for himself and the donkey. <laughs> I love this pub. <laughs> Tom, not wanting any trouble, gave him and the donkey a drink. Uh, Catherine hired local Republican doorman. Tom was said to be uncomfortable with the clientele that frequented the pub, but felt he would serve his time, make his own money and move on. Catherine made a number of important connections during her time in Finglas. During this time, Catherine got to know the local Sinn Féin support uh, office. So there was a local Sinn Féin support office that was also a video rental shop. What the fuck? It's the 80s, man. It's some CD shop with the yeah. guns. Yeah. Um, so during this time Catherine got to know the local Chiffane support club and its manager or kind of owner called John Jones he was the first contact that Catherine reached out to first and she and noted that she was having difficulty with her husband so this is in the mid 80s so she went to this guy being like I'm having trouble with yeah. John. Okay. she arrived at the support centre with black eyes and said she had been he had been beating her Fuck. although around the same time she had an eye lift Ah, stop the lights. But was using her black and blue disfigurement as an excuse to paint a picture. He was not a great friend of Catherine, but given the support she had shown the cause by hiring people yeah. and giving money. The local, like, Republican newspaper was also sold in the pub. Um, He kind of tolerated her appearance. Catherine then became friendly with a paramilitary called Willie McLean. She noticed him in the Red Cow one evening due to his Northern Ireland accent. They became friendly. He claimed he was a drug and gun smuggler for the IRA. And she immediately became attached and began an affair like the first night she met him. She brought him home. Oh my God. She, she was sleeping with him? Yeah. Fuck. She told him she was married in name only. And she said she would be soon leaving Barry's house pub as she didn't want to own a pub in a working class area. Catherine was an absolute snob and she felt she was better than the people that frequented the pub in Finglas. Very soon after this, her and Tom purchased Jack White's pub in British Bay for £267. The purchase had a number of businesses connected. A B&B, a hairdresser, a restaurant. Um, and when they moved in, Willie followed so he came with them to help them. He helped Tom and Catherine move their furniture. He would stay over weekends in the new pub and he would often be in their company. Eventually he tired of Catherine's games and he moved on. But in 1990 he visited the pub with his then on the side girlfriend. His bear on the side. Yeah. Catherine asked Willie for his number but he refused. And it seemed the visit was just to shove his new younger girlfriend in her face. As soon as they left, Catherine took Willie's registration down and reached out to the local Garda. 
to get his contact information and phone number. Before Willie even got home, she'd contacted Willie's home phone. And by the time Willie and his girlfriend had arrived back in Dublin, Willie's then partner, who was sitting at home not knowing he had a girlfriend, uh. <laughs> was sitting there essentially waiting to tell him that this woman had called up. Had called like... up. Yeah. During the time before this when they had kind of stayed in contact uh willie and uh katrin katrin had called him to saint vincent's hospital she said she'd suffered from a heart condition in reality she'd just undergone liposuction this one's a fucking for the birds she had a habit of lying about her procedures and this trend would follow her throughout her life she also advised staff in multiple different places that she worked or owned that she was having cancer treatment um in fact she was having like multiple like electrolysis treatments for like hair removal and fat removal um during the briefing the brief meeting with willie in the hospital she asked him outright to kill tom oh fuck she said she would give him twenty thousand pounds and he told her outright to fuck off (laughs) but he then asked what her plan was And she said to kill him when he was making his rounds, collecting rent or heading to the bank. She said, you have contacts and he would be carrying around £25,000 or more and they could take it. He told her to fuck right off. Well, fair play to him. But then he showed up in a pub. This is madness. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. This wasn't the first time Catherine had reached out to contacts to try to get her husband killed. In the late 1980s, she reached out to John Jones in the Fingless... Uh, Sinn Féin Sports Centre she arrived at the Sports Centre and they had some small talk she then launched launched into it and asked if he would or knew someone that could arrange for her husband to be murdered she had a plan that they would stage a robbery after a bank holiday weekend when Tom was heading to the bank she told him that Tom would be carrying 25 to 30 23 to 25,000 euro 20 pound and she would make sure that he was on his own John responded with disgust, saying he was horrified that she would think the volunteers would be involved in such a thing. Now, to be I fair, know, John. she was climbing up the right tree. Get a grip, John. We all know your line. But he told his higher-ups what was said. They couldn't believe what they were hearing. They thought that John had heard her wrong or took her up wrong, but he pressed and said that she was serious. She had shown up a number of times injured realistically she was just having she was plastic having surgery, surgery done. they thought she was a police or a guard informant trying to infiltrate their organisation Catherine called to John's house a number of times after this but he constantly brushed her off so after this Catherine met another Republican oh, and she began a friendly relationship with him she asked him one day to come for a drive with her she said she was being beaten by Tom and he was making her life miserable. They drove to the Phoenix Park and she told him she knew he would come through this area by himself and would he consider cu- killing Tom for a price. He said he was shocked but explained to her. So he said to the guards, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I said, listen, no. Yeah, I said here, <laughs> this you. Is, no. No. <laughs> I don't know where you got your information from. I don't know why you think we do here. But Republicans no. don't do that. He said he was shocked, but explained to her that it costs money. She said Tom would have, once again, £25,000 on him or so, and she would make sure he was alone as long as it was after a long bank holiday weekend. He said no one would do it without the money up front. 
he got the impression now she was serious. He went to his higher ups and they said no with no money up front. She then put forward a like lodgement book to show that she had money in her own maiden name. And they agreed on a princely sum of £35,000. And they began planning out murdering, murdering him. fucking crazy. A few days after the plan, she said she was concerned about her alibi and she wanted to be with Tom. Uh, she wanted to be with Tom when it took place because she, she okay. couldn't get an alibi. She was told no, that it would be too dangerous and that she could get hurt. And she said, all the better if I get hurt, it will look more truthful. It was reported to the higher ups again and at this point the plan was pulled. It was said that she was paid a visit oh. to knock it on the head Give it and up. to stop harassing them. Gear it up. Yep. In 1994 he turned up again. He said he could do it. So he in 1994 she's in Jack White's pub. Yep. He turns up Back with a pub. friend okay. and she's like shocked to see him. She hasn't seen him since this. He says that fella gone into the pub Got into the toilet there that I'm with can do it. If you know what I mean. Yeah. But like, we need the money. We need 10 grand up front. Right. Catherine smelled her at and said that she'd been told to leave it. Okay. And that things had gotten better at this point. Catherine starts to become... He- so she's like, no, smells her at. Like, not doing this, I'm not it's fine. And Everything's he getting said proved. to the guards then after all of this when it all came out that like he was going to run with the 10 grand because like where would she be able to go to like Yeah, say? she can't be like he stole the 10 grand that I gave him to kill my husband. husband yeah. yeah. So when Jack White's open, she starts to like change her MO in terms of the people she becomes friends with in terms of like influential circles. Okay. She's still like heavily involved in like a Republican supporter but she starts to like Jack White becomes like the drop in point for local Garda. Okay. So like local Garda, um, she becomes like heavily involved with them. She sets Jack White up as so, like a little hotspot for them. Okay. She looks after them when they come in. She gives them extra drink, food, and whiskey and their coffee. She also stopped working in any other ventures and starts to be like really involved in Tom's ventures. Okay. Um, she becomes a lady of the house essentially in Jack White's pub and they live above Jack's White, Jack White's pub. Uh, she's known to serve guests in her robe in the morning. Jesus. Uh, she wanders around in her pyjamas. In a sexy robe. Yeah. Sexy. Um, and was by all accounts an absolute cunt to work for. <laughs> <laughs> I well imagine she yeah. was. So there's like a number of like reports of things that she did but one of the things that like really just as like oh you're awful there was a woman that worked for them for cash in hand and she was like a um a single mother she rang the social welfare and ratted on her stop yeah and then on another occasion so tom on was her like, own member of staff yeah and she was paying her cash in hand tom was paying her cash in hand so tom knew that she was stuck for money so he was what trying to like help her out fuck and then on one occasion when her not the little boy was sent up to um the pub to pick up her mum's wages. She said, uh, the social welfare and Tussle have been called and you better go home and tell your ma. Didn't give him the money. And then, fuck? social services were called and Tussle was called. And the social, she would ring the woman what? like at any time of the day to make sure that she wasn't working somewhere else and claiming social welfare at the same time. That's a a number of name. employees reported that they had walked in Oh. Um, Tom Kennedy in bed with Catherine. Oh, they were said to take up at the weekends in a basement flat that was empty, belonging to the Nevins. 
So they had multiple houses that they rented out. So she was bringing a fella back to... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here. Tom was reported to be a sweet gentleman. His staff were said to adore him and the young ladies that he hired to the bar to tend and waitress felt he was a father figure to them. Hmm. He would give them a helping hand just like that lady who needed like extra yeah. money. He would collect them for work and bring them home. Oh God. He would let them use the guest house on nights it was too late to go home. And most Friday nights and Sundays into Mondays, the staff would stay over. Mm-hmm. And partly because, like, it, where they were is in British Bay, right? Yeah. So they bought this place in British Bay. And it's not like it's difficult to get to, but there was, like, no public transport yeah. and stuff. Um, he also, if they were out at the local nightclub, they could stay over. So sweet. Yeah, apparently, apparently he was very lovely and very sweet. Attrition was really high at Jack White, so they lost loads of staff. Okay. But it was all said to be directly related to Catherine. Because bitch. Yeah, apparently she was, like, really difficult. She started fights uh, uh, with staff. She wouldn't let any... So she, there was a strict dress code for all of the waitresses that apparently didn't adhere to her. Um, She would start fights with, like, people in the pub and in the restaurant. Oh, she was unhinged. said that if she didn't like people or felt they were, like, below her, that she would serve them awful food. Apparently she was a great cook, but she would, like specifically make bad food she they would get slow service she would refuse service she did not welcome the traveling community and he just put up with all of this mm. she did not welcome the traveling community by any sense of the word in in the pub she also one of the like famous stories about her is that she threw out a local cricket club out of the pub and threw out so they had had like they'd won like some championship mm-hmm. they had their like after party in the pub yeah. they brought their like medal and their trophies that yeah, they won yeah, yeah. And she threw them all out because she heard they were Protestant. Stuff. And that cricket was affiliated with Protestants. <laughs> and uh, threw so out um, all of their trophies and stuff out into the middle of the road. Yeah. Now, what what was that chap at? The whole what thing is just bonkers. Like, it's just... She's... She's... And you know what? Like, the other thing is she's like a telltale sociopath. Like, she's obsessed were her yeah. place in the world. Yeah. She's obsessed with her appearance. How she comes across She's like, is the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, really, like, even the whole thing in the Fingless pub, she was like, well, I'm better than these people. She refused to live in Fingless. He wanted to live close to the pub. Yeah. They lived in Clondalkin, and she felt Clondalkin was below her. Um, Who the fuck the save her? And she's been trying, like, now we're into, like, it's early... Um, we're into 1996 now. She's been trying to murder him since like... Literally, she's been trying to kill this man for like... Since like the mid-80s. This is insane. But you imagine being that so like... Like comfortable going to people and saying... And then no repercussions for it. Nothing. Um, No fear. So on the the night of the 19th of March... Catherine sent all of the staff home. She told them no one was allowed to stay in the house guest... In the guest house... She ordered the girls to pull all the curtains on the windows, something that never been done in the pub. And you could still see the crease marks on them as they never were they were never, never pulled. Cl- pulled. Yeah. They were always opened. She told the last barman to leave and she would not lock up. There was two elderly uh, residents in the pub and they asked Tom for a lift home and she was like, I'll give you a lift home. And they were like, Tom was like no and Tom like it was like seemed to be like unheard of like she would never she do never this. do that um 
she told the last barman to leave and she'd lock up again something she would never do it was a bank holiday weekend and the pub had been absolutely jammed for the saint patrick's day festivities tom made his so tom dropped the elderly couple home there was a garden in the uh, like an off duty garden in the pub he's said to have left the pub at 12 30 okay he can't remember if he closed the door behind them but she said that she asked him to close the door behind them. Okay. Tom made his way into the kitchen and poured himself half a Guinness. And by Catherine's accounts, she went to bed. Tom ate a sandwich and began totting up the week's totals. So he had the ledger book in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He had half a Guinness and he had a sandwich. Oh, Jesus. Someone's dead someone's next dead door. Um... Tom was standing with a pen in his hand and a stool behind him when, and he was calculating in the ledger when he was startled. He was shot at close range by a hunting rifle in the chest. Jesus Christ. He immediately fell to the ground and lay dying on the ground. He still had his pen in his hand as he lay on the ground and the cartridge that was used to kill him was for large game. Tom died Within seconds, because uh, the damage done to his heart and lungs was immense. Okay. But the reason the pen is important is he wasn't startled. He wasn't... What, he didn't go, oh, and dropped Yeah, he didn't go, oh, Jesus. Like, no one... No, it doesn't appear that anybody was like, like, get down on the ground yeah, or, like, it, give me all the money yeah. or... It doesn't appear anything like that. It he just, just appears that he was doing what he was up, doing, yeah. And someone just shot him. And they shot him at really close range, so it wasn't as if he wasn't uncomfortable yeah. in their presence in fact he was probably really comfortable with them being there lord at 4 45 a.m katrin called the garda and said there had been a robbery now she didn't call the garda i mistyped she pressed the panic button in the house oh okay they appeared they appeared and she appeared to be in shock she advised she'd gone to bed at 12 30 a.m and it's important to note that the last till input is 12 45 a.m so the last person to buy a drink is at 12 45 she said she was and the last person that was in the pub was the garden fuck Catherine described that she had been woken by her face being pushed into the pillow by two men she said they were waving knives around and they were demanding jewelry she said they tied her up with her own tights with her arms and her legs she said she heard they went downstairs and she heard a loud bang downstairs and said it sounded like a saucepan being dropped. She then said she'd managed to free herself and got down the stairs to hit the panic alarm. But she hadn't gone anywhere else in the house. Or pub. Okay. Now, she had a panic alarm in her bedroom. So why didn't she hit it in the She didn't bedroom? hit that one. She had a panic alarm and in the bedroom at the side of the panic alarm she had a shotgun and ammunition. Downstairs at another panic alarm there was another box of ammunition. And that's the one she had. Okay, that's odd. Well, it's not odd because she's lying sack shit. Yeah. She said she'd managed to free herself and got downstairs, hit the panic alarm but had not gone elsewhere in the house or the pub. Now do you think if that was you or me wouldn't you be screaming out for the Literally, person? Literally be running around looking for them, yeah. The guard had checked the area and saw no signs of an intruder. There was a stream of jewellery down the stairs from Catherine's bedroom. Tom's car was missing out front of the pub. And Catherine said that the men sounded more local than Dublin. Okay. The guard had set her wrists free and they began looking for Tom. Uh, 
And she said that she did not search for him. But she said, she said she didn't know where he was and she said she didn't, she didn't search for him. She said she called the guards and waited for him to come. But she also said, um, he'll have the ledger book in the kitchen. That's what she said? Yeah. Why did she say that? Tom was found in the kitchen. Catherine's jewellery was lying around him. The stool he was sitting on or was behind him was broken. She was questioned immediately and her hands were swabbed for gunshot residue. But she said, I washed my hands to the guard. Which they noted is odd. What the fuck? She said to them, the lodger would be near Tom. It was noted that all the money was still in the tilts. So what were they? So There was, all, by all accounts, nothing touched. The fingerprints that were taken... Uh, fingerprints were taken nothing was found other than Catherine's including on the jewellery box and the jewellery and all of her jewellery was there the car was found in Dublin two days later and there was no fingerprints other than Catherine's and Tom's Jesus Christ this is an absolute cock up uh, so she immediately starts to like play the victim and say like you know it had nothing to do with her she starts to act like an absolute now she already is like unhinged but she starts to act like an absolute lunatic so she continued she stopped communicating with the guards and refused to sign the witness statement because she said that it would be doctored and her information would be taken correctly there was one guard in the um town that her and Catherine did not get on with okay and him her him and tom got on really well and they were really good friends um, he, she said that he had it in for her that it was like a vendetta on the morning of Tom's funeral she requested that his clothes be changed because this guard in question had put him in a suit so they were friends he decided that Tom was going to wear a suit yeah. she stopped the funeral like delayed it said Tom had to be changed by the um, funeral home and then she burnt the suit what? before she went to the funeral this is fucking bizarre she loved the attention at the funeral. She brought everybody back to the pub for like, you know, the wake. <laughs> um, and telling people the story. She didn't want the pub, she didn't want the blood in the kitchen to be cleaned because she wanted people to witness the full horror of what had happened. Huh? She, now the Nevins didn't like her. She retold the story about at the funeral to a couple of different people and then she told it like openly at the, the like wake. And she said that she could smell gunpowder when she was in the bedroom. Uh-huh. But she then said that she went to... She was reading. So her story had changed then. She said, I was reading in bed. And then someone said, oh, what did they look like? And she said, oh, well, I didn't see them because the light was off. And one of the Nevins said, well, you just said you were reading, so were you reading in the dark? This was all at the funeral. Jesus, killings. Yeah. Um, she... So it's, it, it's really... It has to be noted that the guards didn't like immediately. So the guards kind of immediately thought it was a botched robbery. Okay. There was about thirteen thousand pounds missing. Okay. Um, so they didn't like immediately start to investigate her, but they kind of very quickly went down the ro- route of that because their behavior, I'm sure, because of her like... behavior, but then also because like all these stories. So like the John John Jones up above, he like said that when he read it in the paper that he was just like she obviously had him killed. Did it. Yeah. She or, or she had him killed. Like she they were there was like no doubt in their mind that she'd had him killed. Um and it kinda went back and forth. And I don't know if you remember this, but like it became like a big thing in the media. Like oh, before it was huge. she but this is before she was arrested. So 
it went on for like four months and then she was brought into questioning and then she continuously refused to deal with the Garda. Then the Garda went, she gave them permission to test um, the gunshot, like if you could hear the gunshots from her room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but she yeah. wouldn't let the guards into her bedroom. <laughs> so then the guards did it in the room next to hers and the guard was like, you can hear it, but you couldn't read. She said it sounded like saucepan hitting the ground and he was like, it didn't sound like saucepan, it sounded like gunshots. And he also said you can't smell the gunpowder. What the fuck? Um, so six months after that, she's publicly arrested and I don't know if you remember like so the special branch had like her phone was tapped like uh-huh. but also during this time that judge yeah and that police officer yeah. that guard yeah they're like publicly seen with her so she has these like great big like public lunches with them he that judge in particular grants her her um liquor license so she can start trading again like she Fuck. and she thinks that she's like untouchable because of her connections. Yeah. She maintains her innocence throughout the entire thing. But anyway, the day she's arrested, the media were waiting. So this is the only time I've ever seen a perp walk walk being done in like in yeah. Ireland. So the media have like she's arrested in John White's. Yeah. And the media are outside waiting to take pictures of her Fuck. being put into the police station. And she publicly is like, Call my lawyer, oh I'm innocent. My God. And so she gets put into the back of the car and she's taken off. So that's 1996 and for four years this investigation like goes on and on and on and then four years later she's finally brought to court. So for four years it appears that the murder was kind of a botch robbery. They don't really say it was her but in um, 2000 it goes to court. So Catherine's arrested for Tom's murder. Uh, during the four years Catherine fr- friends mention mentioned above grant her a liquor license she while she's under investigation for murder she attends like public lunches with them she's the talk of the town she said to then start blaming like members of the traveling community for doing it Um, she she then also blames like a character that was up from dublin that apparently had in quotes a fat ugly girlfriend (laughs) um he she then there was a guy in 1985 who was arrested for the original break-in of like jack white's and it's one of the reasons why jack white's was sold um she says like oh well he's out now so he must have done it he shot john he shot him she's just blaming everybody everybody um so it goes to court and there's commentary every day about her appearance yeah i remember that the intrigue and twists and turns of the trial with the tales of the murder and affairs. The IRA link- links the deception proved like perfect fodder for the tabloid press at the time who went into overdrive on reporting. Much of the focus was on Nevin's parents who remained cool, calm throughout the trial. She showed like little to no emotion at any point as ev- and as every aspect of her personal life was laid out in the ju- to the jury. According to the Irish Times in the 2000 report by Cathy Sheridan, following the tri- trial, the tabloid media took a huge interest in Nevin's appearance and sorted details that emerged emerged every day in, in, in the trial. The description of her having scarlet fingernails and scantily underwear were reported. She was said to have used her silken boudoir... <laughs> Within her <laughs> den of sleaze, a bed of bevy sex-hungry men while plotting to murder her husband. <laughs> the Irish media is gas. Yeah. <laughs> on paper, described 
one paper described her as turning up to the final verdict and this is like such absolute nonsense smiling clad in a clinging black dress slit to tie it became so bad that at one point justice carol ordered a ban on the press commenting on her appearance that's fucking fair play like in that sense yeah. yeah nevin never accepted her like that she did it she has completely contested her innocent but in the year 2000 she's found guilty of murder yeah She's mounted numerous appeals to have her conviction overturned over the years. There was no forensic evidence or eyewitness to the killing with the prosecution resting on the testimonies of the three men mentioned above. Jesus. She said, the men who said she'd approached them about killing her husband. Now all of those three men are not connected in any way. Yeah, and they're all like, we don't know each other and she's coming to each of us with this shit. Three years after her conviction, she was back in court trying to get the case thrown out. The Court of Criminal Appeals said, however, that it was satisfied that there was nothing in the new material that had come to light that could have assisted Nevin's defence and it was dismissed. In 2010, she had another miscarriage of justice appeal dismissed with the Court of Criminal Appeal saying, again, there was no new relevant facts in the case. In 2014, she was denied her bid to appeal her murder conviction in the Supreme Court. Nevin was diagnosed with a brain tumour. Uh, and she had been on temporary release from prison and I met her on a train. She was receiving care in a hospice and she died on February 19... 2018. God, only two years ago. February 19, ago. 2018 is That's when crazy. she passed away in the, in the matter private, I should have you know. Yeah. Um, and that is the story of Catherine Nevin and Tom Nevin. Who absolutely did it, by the way. Um, absolutely. 100% she did it. And he's like, it's so sad. Also, all the plastic surgery she had did no benefit. Yeah, you can't really see it, can you? No. Like, I don't, I don't really see it. Like, and there was no improvement from the time she got married to the time... Like, at all. She had all this plastic surgery. Sorry, we're just ripping our apart. Fuck her. She's a bitch. She did death. She 100% killed that man. Yeah. Like, I've no doubt in my mind. And the fact that there was three men unrelated to each other came forward to be like, yeah, she kept asking us to kill her husband. Like, But she also didn't give a shit. No. Like, that's the thing. But that's pure sociopath behavior. That thing where you don't ever think you're going to get caught. And she loved the attention. Yeah. Well, like, not ask, asking them to not clean up the blood so yeah. people could... What the fuck? I didn't know any of that. Like, I would know the bare bones of that story and just how obsessed ever the media was with, like, talking about how she looked. Yeah. I was like, why are you so obsessed with this? But I think it's because when you go into... Well, I don't... I, it's because, like, the, it's because when she's a woman... Yep. Let's call it out there. Yep. She may be a cunt. She may be but a sociopath. She's a lady. She may be a potential monster. Yeah. But she's still a lady. So they gotta talk about how So they gotta looks. talk about how she looks. Like if I ever murder anybody, they'd be like, "She was so attractive. She was beautiful. She had she such a glided into the court. A grace upon her um. with such beauty and grace. <laughs> It'd be like um, what's those beauty pageants? She has smiles. Yeah, she, she has, has grace. She She's has got magnets on her face. <laughs> yeah, that's. I just, as I said, I only know the bare bones of that story. Like I didn't know all the kind of the. I remember when Rigamarole. it first happened and I remember it was like reported as like a botched robbery. Yeah. Like they were like, oh, you know, it happens. But like, it's so funny that she was like, oh, they threw my jewelry. And the jewelry's just at his feet. Yeah, at his feet. Mate, they took all my jewelry and she couldn't, like, if you're going to do it right, ladies, if you're going to do it, <laughs> if you're going to do it, <laughs> do it right. You got to fucking, one, you got to make, like, 
make it look like someone actually did fucking break yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Two, if the normal procedure for like wherever you are is that everybody fucking hangs about, you can't all of a sudden and close the curtains, close the curtains, and be like, close the door behind you. I'm not going to kill Tom tonight. Tom like is, Tom is going to be alive tomorrow. And then, like, I just don't know. And maybe I'm not like, but I don't know how he he didn't see any of this. I just, how? Unless she was very good at covering stuff up, like she. And seemed... maybe, like, I suppose that's the thing. Like, and maybe I'm like because she isn't a man. Like men who do this, men who are murderers and like sociopathic and uh, serial like serial killers, um, usually slip in normally into society and yeah. slip and play. Oh, they do. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe she was just like that, and maybe that's what I need to be thinking of. Is that like she listen? Like she's a sociopath, she... so she could clearly cover it up. She, she didn't seem to feel guilty at all. She tried to have him killed three times. Yeah, she was riding everything around her. Yeah, everybody hated her. Oh uh, yeah. And it's like, man, come on! But then you know, people end up. You like how many marriages do you know that where people are just absolutely miserable together? Like. And they just stay together because it's the thing that you're meant to do. Yeah. His name is Graham. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) He'd already been divorced and stuff. He had been divorced. Well, annulled. Annulled. So I'm sure there is that whole thing where he was like, I have to stick this out. But I just find it so sad that he was sat on a stool with half a Guinness and you doing his ledger and he just got his fucking like chest blown off. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. They never found a gun. That's mad that they never found the gun. I yeah. didn't know that. They reckon there was someone else involved. They reckon that definitely... Oh, I absolutely feel like there was somebody else yeah, involved too. Because there to been, um, like... one of like, the car and stuff, like how did she get the how car down get and get car? back up yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. British Bay? Yeah, there's um, definitely, she, she, the fact that she Oh, tried... they also couldn't determine at what time he died. They couldn't determine oh, that really? because the kitchen was too warm. Oh. So like the body was just like there was not rigor mortis hadn't set in or anything, so they couldn't figure that out. Yeah, because I'd say that is the thing where it's like she had tried to have him killed three times, three separate people, like for no intents and purpose. Believe that woman killed him by herself. For the fourth attempt, she mm. obviously got somebody to to help her. But but then I think if she had, a, I think well, she, she would have ratted and turned on them, unless they were like scary, unless she got someone that was very very scary. And it could have been a situation where she ride, she would have been killed in prison or something. Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand any of this. Stop killing people. Yeah, don't kill anybody. We wouldn't have a podcast. That would be fine. Yeah, we do a podcast on something else. What would we do it on? Like our MMI drive one. MMI drive coming to you. Yeah, we're getting all we're getting all that sorted. The Patreon thing. We'll get it sorted. We'll do it. Stop talking, will you? Oh, okay. sorry, I don't mean to hug this one. In a Turkish no, bazaar. I'm only saying it because I we keep telling people yeah, <laughs> that we're like, eh, eh maybe this listen. might happen soon. I'm going to tell you about this beautiful scent <laughs> by Jenny Glow. Jenny Glow. It's a beautiful scent. What's oud? Oud? Velvet rose and oud. oud. Anyway, thanks oud. very much for listening. Here, what, you never give me a compliment at the end of this podcast. Every, at the end of every podcast I say to you. Sorry, I beg you your pardon. Do... I always say that to you, by the way, when you do your story. You Ooh, did an excellent job. You did a fantastic job. And you also told me things that I did not know. Did I do a good job on you that? You did a great job on yeah. that. Oh, do you know what? I never, I never do this because I'm not Emma. Um, my references are <laughs> <laughs> the journal. Me and myself. Yeah, my references are, I just remember all this from the time I was, uh, what age was I in 2000? <laughs> <laughs> what age were you in 2000? I don't Go know. On, I okay. can't do the maths. <laughs> Quick maths. 15. I was 15 and I followed it really closely and I just remember it all and I'm really smart and I have a, a photographic memory. Um, no, my references are I am Irish Independent, right. the Irish Times yeah. and Mens Rea. 
Men's Raya. She is just God bless that woman because she sits and she reads an entire fucking <gasps> book and then does an episode of that show. Men's Raya is like, I tell if you what. If you want to listen to a proper true crime yeah. podcast, Ood or Arverwood is one of the most popular scents on the market today. Okay. Anyway. I don't think I'm saying it right. Uh, well done, Men's Raya, for getting us through our podcast. Men, Men's Raya. She's a, a legend. Yeah, An absolute is. badass. Thank you so much. If you for want it like a podcast that is thorough, to the point. It has all the facts. There is no allegedly... There's she's no not fucking about like this. Up. She's not meeting killers. She doesn't on call a train. anybody a cunt. She, yeah, she does not call anyone a cunt. Whenever she swears, whenever she does um, a quote of someone swearing, I'm like, oh, she seems very proper. She's very. Pro- I'm very taken aback. I'm like, oh, she goes, get the fuck out of my way. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my god, <laughs> this is shocking behaviour. But that's only because she's a lady. She's a beautiful lady. She's a beautiful lady. And she's doing an excellent job in that podcast. She's not trying to flog Jenny, Jenny Glow on her fucking No, she podcast. has like proper adverts. <laughs> she has actual she, adverts for the bank. Because people are like, this person knows what she's doing. Yeah. This is well put together. I think if we sent this to AIB, they'd be like, get fucked. <laughs> she closed her fucking account. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. Um, um, do you have anything else? No, everybody have a nice uh, week. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Be good. If you can, send Donald Trump a picture of you uh, sticking your finger up but yeah. you can't because he has no social media <laughs> anyway no a, social media have a lovely week and Sarah did a great job tell her she did a great job in, yeah, in the I comments did a great job. I've had a very hard time <laughs> tell her she did a great job in the comments I was at work till 9 o'clock doing this podcast <laughs> um, okay bye bye oh, these happy Christmas this burns my ears stay and listen to Colin's song Colin 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 <laughs>